Old Time Radio Theater would like to invite you to our next live podcast recording on April 29th at Mainline Theater. Tickets available at mainlinetheater.ca. Be sure to find us on Facebook and at nomoreradio.com. And now, we recreate an episode of Lights Out, originally broadcast on October 23rd, 1935, written by Willis Cooper, and featuring in this version, Tessa Brown, Dan Dirksen, Jason McCullough, and George Mugis. This is The Locked Room Mystery on Old Time Radio Theater. Travel back to the days of yesteryear with Old Time Radio Theater. On No More Radio. Steps sounded in the stillness of the empty room. Devereux turned. Good evening, said a suave voice. Who? Who are you? demanded Devereux. You don't remember me? said the suave voice mockingly. You can't be Harvey Kerrigan, gasped Devereux. The other laughed. I am Harvey Kerrigan in the flesh, he said. Devereux reached for the telephone. I wouldn't touch that if I were you, warned the man who called himself Kerrigan. He stepped to the wall and flicked on the lights. Their radiance flooded the room. Devereux noticed that his adversary was weaponless. And that's where I'm stumped. How come, Sam? I don't know how to kill the guy. Have him shoot him. No, I can't. In the chapter ahead of this one, Kerrigan tells his friends that he's going to kill Devereux. And as Kerrigan starts up in the elevator to Devereux's office, his well-meaning friends take his gun away from him. And his pocket knife, even. He hasn't got a weapon of any kind. Mightn't they have uh, missed something? What, for instance? Mightn't they have, uh... Mightn't he have had a, a, a shot-off shotgun up his sleeve? Nuts. How about a blackjack? No. Why? Well, I want bloodstains, see? Oh. Well, wouldn't there be a a paper knife or something on the writing guy's desk? No, I made it clear that Devereux always wrote in longhand in in a bare room like this one with nothing but a table and chair. Well, couldn't he stab the guy with a pen? He uses a pencil. Huh. Throw him out the window! No, that won't do. This guy Devereux is an odd sort of bird. His windows are nailed down in his penthouse room, see? He's a nut on soundproofing, has to concentrate, he says. Come on, think of something. Buy me. I don't know. I've got to get something. Some way for Kerrigan to murder Devereux, so there can be bloodstains. I give up. Well, let's have a drink and see if that gives us any inspiration, huh? You birds are no help at all. Go on, mix yourselves a drink. I'll see what I can do. But for the love of Mike, think about this thing, will you? I need help. Come on, bud. Let's go see if we can mix up some inspiration. Everything to drink out in the kitchen. Go ahead. Bring me one when you come back. All right, what do you want? Anything. We'll bring you iced tea. You bring me iced tea, I'll make you drink it. Good evening. Huh? Who are you? (laughs) Who are you? How did you get in here? My dear uh, Miss Chase, or or is it Devereaux? Who the devil are you? My name is... uh, Well, it doesn't matter what what seems to be wrong. 
I don't know that that's any of your business. Look, look here now. How did you get in here, and, and what do you want? <laughs> You're not going to throw me out, I hope. I most certainly am, if uh, you... No, no, don't, I beg you. Well? Ask me to sit down, please. Do. Uh, uh, sit down. Now, can I help you, Miss Chase? I want to know how you... He's got... How I got in here is of no importance, Miss Chase. Well, what do you want? Don't you want some help? Are you a friend of Bud Taylor? Of, of Don Stewart? I never heard of him. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry, mister. I'm, I'm trying to finish a mystery story that I promised a publisher for a week ago. So if you... You're having some difficulty in getting rid of one of your characters. How did you know that? I found out. So I see. If you'd read me what you have there on your typewriter... Listen, my friend, I'll, I'll make you a proposition. If, if you can show me the way to get out of this jam I've written myself into, I'll pay you... Oh, I don't want to be paid, Miss Chase. I'll pay you anything in reason. Suppose you read that last paragraph to me, then. Well, I... Who the devil... I... Oh, all right. Listen. A footstep sounded in the stillness of the empty room. Devereux turned... Good evening, said a suave voice. Who, who are you, demanded Devereux. You don't remember me, asked the suave voice mockingly. You can't be Harvey Kerrigan, gasped Devereux. The other laughed. I am Harvey Kerrigan, in the flesh, he said. Devereux reached for the telephone. I wouldn't touch that if I were you, warned the man who called himself Kerrigan. He stepped to the wall and flicked on the lights. Their radiance flooded the room. Devereux noticed that his adversary was weaponless. <laughs> and that's all. What are you laughing at? Look here, now I'm going oh, to call... I wouldn't touch that phone if I were you. What do you mean? Oh, wait till I uh, turn on... Uh, flick on, I believe. The lights, Miss Chase. Who are you? <laughs> My name, Miss Chase, is Harvey Kerrigan. An old-fashioned, eh? Yes. Why not? Give me a lump of sugar, then three lumps if we all want one. Here. Here's the bitters, too. Good. It, got any ideas for Sam's story? So, your name's Harvey Kerrigan, huh? Right. I, uh, I didn't know there was anybody named Harvey Kerrigan when I chose that name for my villain. Didn't, eh? No. I'll... I'll go over what I've written and change the name. Don't bother. You don't mind? Not at all. Well, uh, thanks. Would you like to have a drink? I don't drink, Miss Chase. Thanks. Perhaps I can, uh, help you out with your book. I'll certainly appreciate it. Now, you had Kerrigan come up to his, this fellow's room. Devereux, yes. Without any weapons at all. That's right. Exactly the same way I came. I haven't any weapons. Well, I, I'm glad. How do you want to, how do you want Devereaux killed? He has to be killed some way so there'll be bloodstains. See. There isn't a paper knife on your desk? No, nor on Devereaux's. As a matter of fact, I made Devereaux a good deal like myself. I like to work in this room way up here with the windows nailed down tight so I can't hear any of the traffic sounds from the street below and I thought perhaps that setup sounded a trifle eccentric like Devereaux was so I just Used myself as a model for the chap. I see. Well, 
You have a kitchen here? Yes. Uh, Bud Taylor and Don Stewart are out there now, mixing a drink. Uh, couldn't I, I mean, couldn't Kerrigan have gone to the kitchen and got a butcher knife? No. Why not? Because all the doors from this room have spring locks on them, which can be opened only by pressure of this button on my desk. Yeah, but what about uh, your friends out in the kitchen? How will they get back in here? Knock on the door and I'll press the button. But in the story, there was nobody else in the penthouse when Devereaux was killed. Hmm. Well, you made it rather hard for yourself, didn't you? I'm beginning to believe I made it impossible. Oh, no, no, not impossible. We'll just have to think for a moment. That's what I've been doing for a week. And getting nowhere. Right. <laughs> well, isn't it uh, reasonable to believe that your character Kerrigan sat also in talked with his victim for a while, whilst his mind was wrestling with the problem of how to murder Devereaux. Probably. But he couldn't have wrestled with it as long as I have. No, no, no. That's right. That's right. How, how do you picture Devereaux, Miss Chase? Well, a great deal like myself, I'm afraid. Using myself as a model for the character, I couldn't help writing a lot of myself into him. Hmm. Well... If you can figure it out, Mr. Kerrigan, you're a lot smarter than I am. Perhaps I am, Miss Devereaux. My name's Chase. Oh. <laughs> Is it? Squirt a little soda water on the sugar. Did you put the bitters in? I will now. Now, put the soda water in, and then look for some lemon peel, will ya? Have I got to do all the work? I wish I could think up an idea for Sam's story. Just what do you mean by that? I mean, let's suppose for a moment that you are Devereaux. Pretend you are. Try to get into the feeling of the story. I've done that a million times, and nothing happens. Well, it won't hurt to try again. I suppose. Well, what shall I do? Devereaux is supposed to be writing a novel too, isn't he? Yes. Well, you sit there at your typewriter and write. Pretend you were Devereaux, and we'll draw a little dialogue as Kerrigan and Devereaux. By George, I never thought of that, Mr. Kerrigan. Maybe it'll work. All right. Imagine that I've just come in. I mean, Kerrigan has just come in as you've written it. You got to the point where I, where Kerrigan turned on the lights. I'll go over there and stand there. Maybe, maybe better if I turn them off and then turn them on again. Make it uh, more realistic. Sure. Try it that way. All right. They're off. Now, ready. Got your lines? Go ahead. Right. Reach for the telephone. Yes? I wouldn't touch that if I were you. And why not? Because I'll kill you if you do, Devereaux. You will, eh? How? I, I came up here to kill you anyway, my friend, and I... What are you going to kill me with? I might strangle you, Devereaux. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, Devereaux. How did you get in here? A strip of cardboard between the door and the frame, my dear chap, does wonders, even with your electronically controlled locks. I see. Well, I have a revolver in this desk drawer. You lie. I know you don't. I tell you I have. Yeah? Where is it? I... I... You miserable liar! Hey! You don't have to be so doggone realistic! You miserable liar! Oh, well... Ah. Sit still, Devereaux. 
I've got friends within call, and I... You lie. I know there's nobody in this place except you and me. And what are you going to do about it? I'll tell you, Devereaux. Go ahead. Have you forgotten a few facts? What facts? Have you forgotten how I went to prison in your place 15 years ago? You were guilty. I wasn't. <laughs> you know that's true, You Kerrigan. were as guilty as I. Hey, how did you know about you that? You were as guilty as I, and for the 15 years I suffered in prison, you were going to pay. What? What are you going to do? Devereaux, I'm going to torture you as I was tortured. I'm going to see you die a thousand deaths in anticipation before I bestow on you the priceless gift of death that you beg for. I... Hey, wait a minute while I write that down. That's swell. I'm going to kill you, Devereaux. No! Don't put the lemon peel until I get the sugar cubes crushed. That's it. Cut it in long strings. How much do you put in an old-fashioned? Uh, about a piece of two inches long in each one. Think of an idea for Sam's story yet? Well, that's swell as far as it goes, but we haven't got an idea of how he killed him yet. We'll come to that. I hope so. Oh, we'll get it right. We've got a good start now. How do you know about the prison business, Kerrigan? You startled me when you rattled it off. You never saw the earlier chapters. Oh, uh, you've been sending it down chapter by chapter to your publishers, haven't you? Oh, do you work for my publisher? In a way? In a way, yes. Oh, I see then. Shall we go on? Sure, it's kind of fun. All right, start from where you, we left off, eh? Yeah, you said, I'm going to kill you, Devereaux. I'm going to kill you, Devereaux. You're not frightening me at all, Kerrigan. I'm going to do much more than frighten you, my friend. I doubt that. You beg and scream for death, but I'm... Before I'm done with you, I'll have 15 years of heck to pay for, and I'm going to do it. Would you mind informing me just how you're going to murder me? In a very, very horrible way. Yes? Yeah. You thought I'd die in prison. You thought I'd never get out. You bribed and lied and swore false oaths and... You're very dramatic, Kerrigan. I would advise you, Devereaux, to spend your few remaining moments in prayer rather than bandying words with me. <laughs> I say, you really should be an actor, my dear fellow. <laughs> yeah, but I was a convict, a felon, an outcast for all the best years of my life, and now I'm going to play a new part. And that is... A murderer. Delightful. Rather, an executioner for ever a woman deserved to die. You, Devereaux, are she. And die you shall. I suppose you know you're not frightening me in the least, Kerrigan. No. <laughs> but I shall frighten you before I am done. I doubt it. We shall see. First, before I kill you, though, I want money. I have no money. Liar! I don't give money to every panhandler that approaches me. But to this very special panhandler, my dear fellow. I won't give you a oh, cent. Ah, yes, you will. Get out your checkbook. How, how much do you want? Every cent you have. Look here now. Every cent you See have. See here, I Devereaux, won't. if it weren't for, it were not for me, you would have nothing. Where did you get the capital to set yourself up as a writer? Answer me. None of your business. You got it from the loot from that job we pulled together. The job that I paid for with 15 years of my life. So what? So write a check for your entire bank balance now. I won't. There's your checkbook. I won't write it. Yeah, will. Now. Well... If I do, will you you promise to go away and not not <laughs> here. 
Here's the check now. Go away. Go away. The last will and testament of Miss Devereaux, the well-known author. Swell. Wait now. I'm not go I'm not through with you yet, Devereaux. Shall I use the jigger or the little end of the gadget? Use the big end. Make them good and strong. We've got to get some inspiration. That'll do it. Uh, get some ice and see if there are any uh, maraschino cherries in the ice box. If you won't talk so much, I, I couldn't think of an idea for Sam's story, maybe. Well, now, we're about ready to get down to killing the guy. Get any inspirations yet? I think I have an idea. Swell. What is it? Let's uh, go on with our acting a little more. All right. Say, this is working out all right. Let's see what I've got written now. <clears throat> I'm not through with you yet, Devereaux, Kerrigan hissed. No. No, you can't hiss that. He, uh, grated. Grated. That's it. Kerrigan grated. All right. Go ahead. All right. Now, I'm not through with you yet, Devereaux. Uh, I'm grateful to your little remembrance in your will. But now we have a task to perform. What? What are you going to do? I'm gonna kill you. Hey, don't forget the bloodstains now. I've, I've gotta have bloodstains. Ah, oh, don't worry about that, Devereaux. There will be blood. <laughs> Plenty of blood. You've got the money now, Kerrigan. Won't you go and leave me alone now? You've got your revenge. I have part of my revenge, Devereaux. Don't kill me. Please don't kill me, The Karen. police will come, and they will find find you dead in your locked penthouse apartment. They'll have to break down all the doors. They'll find you, weltering in your own blood, alone. And they'll wonder, wonder who murdered you. Don't forget about fingerprints, Kerrigan. What do I care about fingerprints? By the time you are missed and the police are called and your apartment broken into, I'll be in South America in some little forgotten town. A new man. And then, the south of France and leisure, paid for by my dear friend, Devereaux, the novelist. <laughs> You'll never get away with it, Kerrigan. Think not? You can't get away with murder. You almost got away with it, didn't you, Devereaux? You thought I would die. You thought I'd never see the outside of those prison walls again. You thought... You know, something just occurred to me, Kerrigan. Yeah? I might murder you. You? <laughs> Perhaps I will. And how will you murder me, my friend? I don't know, but I'm as strong as you and... You forget I've slaved in prison for 15 years. Good, hard, manual labor at Devereaux. The judge said 15 years at hard labor, and, well, it was. You would stand no chance at all with me. I warn you. I warn you. It would be worthwhile. I could live on happily with my money that you... Your money? That was my money. Every cent of it. Money that you stole from me. Fifteen thousand of it was, Kerrigan. And the check is for a hundred thousand. We'll just call that interest, shall we? It's a lot of money, Kerrigan. You and I, together in that little place in South America, we could live well. But you are going to die. No. I say you shall. How? Remember, the blood now. I'm not forgetting the blood, Devereaux. I'm not forgetting the blood. Hey, that's good enough. Hold it. <laughs> I'm not forgetting the blood. Not forgetting the blood, Devereaux. Now, where's the soda water? Here. 
Fine, fine. Just a squirt in each glass now. Better stir him, hadn't you? Yeah. Now go ahead. I'll knock on the door. Right. Who was that? Who was what? I, I thought I saw somebody go out the other door. You're nuts. Hey, Sam, old-fashioned, coming up. Hey, where is she? Sam! Uh, turn on the lights, bud. Yeah. Hey, look! What? Sam's got an awful lot done while we were mixing that drink. Look at that pile of pages. Huh. How the dickens could she have done that? She must have thought somehow that... This is page 256, and we was on page 231 when we left, I remember. But look, we were only three or four minutes mixing the drinks. Hey, Sam! Inspiration! Where could she have gone? Bud, for the love of... Yeah. Oh, here, look, look here. She finished it. Finished what? The story. Look at the last page here. Oh, B. Listen. I'll say, I say you shall die, screamed Kerrigan. Devereaux writhed in horror as the other's uh, face was thrust into his or her own. No, 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 he screamed. Kerrigan chuckled again. You shall die, he said. Devereaux felt clutching fingers at his throat. He tried to scream again, but it was too late. Great fangs met in his throat and the bright blood. My lord. Boy. She sure got a payoff, didn't she? Woo! Ooh, terrible. Hey, Sam, this is a knockout. Sam? Bud? Huh? Look behind the chair. Whoa, what? Uh, a, a foot sticking out. Ugh. Gosh. What can it... Sam? Blood. But I'll look at the... Her throat is all torn out. Old Time Radio Theater is a podcast produced and distributed by No More Radio. Support for No More Radio comes from Montreal Improv. Check them out at MontrealImprov.com. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OTR Theater. And of course, online at NoMoreRadio.com. Join us next time with stories from yesteryear!